Hey guys, Future Mark here. Uh, just doing a quick sort of impromptu intro. Uh, wanted to thank all of our patrons and all of the folks who have been supporting Legends Cast as a show, despite the fact that we haven't been putting out really regular content as of late. This is the final episode of season three of Legends Cast, and uh, me and Ian and uh, Gibby are going to be explaining why that is and what you can look forward to in the future, in the new year, uh, 2023, with Legends Cast and where we're going to be going for season four. Really excited to announce it. A little bit of banter and conversation throughout this episode about what we've been playing and what we've been up to and the new direction the show is going to be taking. Hope you guys enjoy it. Once again, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and uh, all the folks who've joined us and uh, participate in the community over on Discord appreciate you guys okay here's uh the final episode of legends cast season three hello and welcome to legends cast a podcast about card games digital card games collectible card games and uh we're gonna have to come up with a new intro uh i am mark of the lift i hail from outside of pittsburgh pa and with me tonight i have my legendary and ever it co-host dead broke nerd and also my eternally optimistic and catastrophically creative co-host Gibbles and bits. I'll start with DBN. DBN, welcome back to Legends Cast. How you doing tonight? Thank you. I, it occurred to me during your introduction that uh, was it ever faithful probably is inaccurate now uh, <laughs> <laughs> because you literally left lot. us for like six <laughs> because months. I, because I <laughs> literally abandoned. I just I quit uh, LOR and said I'll see you guys on the other side. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, literally, but honestly, could it be said of any of us at this point? Gibby, when's, did we put out an episode in September? Was that the last? It was uh, late September, early October, I believe. But Which you is know not what? This good. One's gonna go, this one's going out November 30th. So technically, we made it in November. This mm. is, we only technically skipped a month, maybe. So <laughs> after vying that we would put more episodes into Legends cast for <laughs> Legends of Runeterra. <laughs> And we just couldn't bring ourselves to do it. I mean, but that's like the, that's just the magnification of how I think we had all been feeling. Well, okay. I don't, I'll say how I was feeling before you guys. And then Mark got there. And I think Gibby, you might even be getting there too, which is that the motivation to grind content out for LOR, even at the rate of every other week or so is just not there. Um, I'll be honest. I think I was in denial for quite a while that i i that i was i was like this game is great i'm gonna continue playing the game but my heart's on fire for the game like it always has been and honestly you know what did it equipment equipment and, and legends of runeterra coming out and just being busted and there's no turning back from it i said okay that's the nail in the coffin for me my disagreement I, with equipment and legends of runeterra and you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. I have no, I, that's just the first I've heard of this. this I, do, is, I do. I've I, been I so, I know equipment. I've been so like just alt tabbed out of uh, LOR completely cut off. And I, and I thought I would miss it. And this is not to diminish anyone who's loving LOR. If so, I'm super happy for you, but it just wasn't for me. And it, it became apparent. And like, even through, you know, the like spring winter and spring this last uh, year, when I was still like doing it a little bit, like playing the game a little bit, it was just me logging on and playing the same two to three decks that I liked. And again, like Gibby was like in denial of the fact that I just wasn't having fun in the game anymore. And it got to the place where I was like, I just got to quit. I just got to stop. And I haven't regretted it at all. 
I've filled my time with games that fill me with a lot more joy. So, yeah, and one of those games is this really sexy, attractive, mm-hmm. uh, young new game with the last name Broad uh, that just Ooh. came out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait, no, married to, connected to a Broad, uh, uh, Marvel like Snap, yeah, all which... around a Broad. All of us have been playing, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll share my my LOR narrative in a second. But I mean, guys, uh, we have never talked about this on the show. We've we've messaged back and forth about it in the Discord a bit. But freaking Marvel Snap is really good. Snap. <laughs> oh snap! That was the that was, that was my best impersonation. <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, like is it way better than both of you thought it was going to be? Animated like, frame. <laughs> shiny shiny logo i gotta be honest i i don't know what i don't know what a lot of those voice lines are like because i typically have my game on like my game audio off when i'm playing um but back to your missing out i know clearly i just go catch up on the voice line back to your question uh mark it is really good and i didn't have the capability to play it for a while because it wasn't on I, I didn't bother to get the emulator set up that was required because i don't have uh an android phone i have an, an, an iphone so i didn't have the ability to play it up until i finally was like i bothered dbn and was like can you just sit down with me and do smart techie stuff with me for five minutes let's <laughs> figure this out which turned into 20 but we got it working yeah and i got a taste of what this game was and I was like, this is going to be a way I consume my time for quite some time going forward because this game is so much fun. It's it's slightly like bordering on addictive. Yeah, it's that bite size increment thing, man. Like it's, you know, part of the thing that eventually dragged LOR down for me was like I I wasn't enjoying sitting down and playing like dedicated three hour sessions. And so then the secondary function of me wanting to use it as like a time passing game it's just the games dragged too long. They were too, you know, they're just too grindy uh, a lot of times. And so, you know, Marvel Snap is perfect for that, man. It's the quintessential bathroom mobile game, man. You got to take a poop. You bust out Marvel Snap. It's perfect. You're waiting for an email from a coworker. You bust out Marvel Snap. It, it's 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 so good for that, man. You got seven minutes to open meeting. it up and snap. Yeah, I'm willing to open it up at the urinal. That's how fast the game mm. That's right. I don't, you know? I don't even need to be sitting for this game. I can one hand this sucker. <laughs> I might lean over to the guy next to me and let him snap for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just hand it over. Two urinals down, unless you're in the airport, then it'll be right next to you. Like, just okay, uh, snap it for me, bro. Can okay, you... I'll say I'll say this. Uh, jokes aside, I did. I have, like, multiple times gone and walked on a treadmill and played marvel snap for like 45 minutes at a time and the the the, the workout like flies by i did it that goes today. by so fast it's brilliant and, I did and it's that the perfect yesterday. game for it right i've been to the it's gym so twice this week marvel snap was a of part marvel of snap <laughs> no, no, not just because of that it's because my wife asked me to go and i was like okay i'm not gonna say no to that it's a good thing to do but both times marvel snap was a part of my workout and I regret Fine, nothing. honey, I'll go to the gym, but I'm bringing Marvel Snap with me. But you best believe yeah, I'm going to snap. <laughs> Dude, I, 
I, I played Marvel Snap for five hours in a tree stand earlier this week. Oh like, not even joking. I was, <laughs> wait, is today Tuesday? So Saturday. Today's, Mon- today's Monday. I was, uh, today's Monday, whatever the day is. Uh, Saturday was the first day of deer season. I hunt for one day a year, uh, and that's the first day of deer season. I haven't actually shot at anything in eight years on the first day of deer season. <laughs> I haven't even seen anything, probably because I usually have my Switch with me, but this time I had my Snap, my snap machine. <laughs> it's and, no longer uh, a cell phone. It's a Snap, snap machine. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's be real. I bought, the, I, brought, I bought the 12 Pro, not for the camera, not for the storage <laughs> capability, not for the stabilization of video. I bought it because I wanted to play games on a bigger screen mm-hmm. and a more powerful machine. And uh, and I it was it was prepared exactly for Marvel stat for me. I'll be real. We're going to talk about this at ad nauseum at a different time, which we're going to we're going to share here in a moment. But uh, for me, it's the carrot on the stick, bro. Like I said this a couple of times. Ben Brode knows how to put a freaking carrot yeah. on a stick. Mm-hmm. The collection level of always feeling like I'm upgrading, always feeling like I'm advancing, always feel like I'm getting boosters and really disappointed. Um, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I did not play uh, in the uh, back door or the closed beta. Um, I just played when it came out. The day it came out, I have not missed a quest since it came out. I'm sitting at CL 1114 right now. Dude, you've almost caught up to me. I've been grinding it, dude. Yeah. And uh, and I got, you know, I got boosters for days. Uh, was rank, I think, 68 or 69 so far this season. 68 this season. Um, really trying to get the grind on to get to 70. I've been streaming it. And... You know, I think there's something to be said about a game that is not only short, but whether you win or lose, you sort of feel rewarded. Like you get something for clicking the button. Like Mm. you always get something for clicking the button. And they're like, there's something to be said about like they really lengthen the grind. I hate it, but I also kind of like it because if I had all the cards in this game, my collector mentality wouldn't push me to keep opening it. I'd just be like, well, wait until they release new cards. Um, but I find myself like wanting to advance. The RNG is insane in the game, but I'm also not finding myself like hating it so much because the games are so short. So I'm kind of like, I also okay. think that there is, uh, and my, I mean, this is getting into review things, but I think that the game has a really healthy early lifespan, such that like early in the game, you're you're really enjoying it. You're seeing a lot of progress, and I think also the limited card pool like as the card pool expands i'm sure that like the game will get there will be the challenges that every card game we've talked about in the past has had as the card pool expands but there's nothing more enjoyable than being involved in a card game in its infancy when changes are flying faster than you can keep up with you know um the card pool is big enough that you can experiment and things are not sort of fully developed yet but also small enough that you don't have overly refined strategies um and it's just it's just a joy i mean it really is i'm loving it so much i am absolutely not grinding rank uh i grinded rank uh when i was in pool one and two and i got to uh pool three and i've just been chilling and experimenting and i think that that's where i've been having the most fun is just in experimenting with decks and you know i also have been enjoying seeing all the people that oh i just got to pool three and i'm struggling I don't know what to do. And I like chatting with them, seeing what they have and helping them come up with like a deck uh, that they can, um, you know, implement right away and beat some of the better pool three decks for the people that lucked out and pulled Patriot at the beginning of pool three. 
you know, yeah, <laughs> which that's, I have that's not really got enjoyable. yet. I don't uh, have him. Made t- I don't have. Him I either. just got him. I just got him this weekend. I literally was like, "Dad, click the open box uh, button for me," because all I get is boosters. He clicked it. Boom! There's Patriot. Amazing. Oh, well done, dead broke dad. Well, dead dead yeah. broke dad. Oh, by the way, before we get too far away from this, I do have to ask you, Mark. Please tell me you scared away at least one deer during your hunting expeditions by oh, upgrading yeah. a card and a, and a voice line just being too loud. <laughs> Shiny I, I was, logo. Was, there goes the deer runner. 3D. I was, <laughs> I was standing in my tree stand sort of just like like going back and forth sort of like because it was freezing and I was playing on my phone and then I heard three deer. I heard a ruckus and I looked up and there were three tails of deer running away from me in the <laughs> opposite direction of the woods. I don't actually know how close they were because I was definitely snapping at the time. <laughs> Three deer. Uh, yeah, and then they were they were just gone. So, yeah, there's that. Um, and listen, we're going to have a lot of conversation about snap in the future, and we will explain why that is. Really quickly, my, uh, my little story with Runeterra um, played through uh, basically up until they announced and released some of the Seraphine stuff. And it was just before that I was playing a game on the couch with my kids and one of my daughters did something that was totally benign and I like snapped at her. Why? I wasn't even losing a game of LOR. I was just playing LOR and I was like, hmm, hmm, if just playing this game causes me to be short with my family, perhaps it's not a game that should be on my phone. I'm going to delete it from my phone so I can't play it in the house and I'll, you know, I'll play it at my PC some. And then I haven't yet i uh it is on my computer but i am i'm actually yet to click the button uh to open it uh and so it just sort of ended uh making the show uh because i i just couldn't talk about uh what what were even the champions there was uh seraphim and it wasn't quinn i drafted vain never played in the draft vain and then was there one other that came out with that Gibby? Do you remember what that was? Atrox or some other demon, right? It was a demon, I think. Uh, uh, Varus. Ver- Varus. Varus. Yeah, it was Seraphine, Vane, and Varus, I believe. And then Nora, yeah, right? Which I- was Nora before or after? N- Nora was before. Nora was before. So, because I did play some Nora. So I, I just sort of quit playing the game. And there there hasn't been any part of me that's missed it. Um, I've tried to put my finger on why LOR died for me. Um, it was really at its height in the first release, um, right when it came out of beta, um, when we got access to Bilgewater and we were seeing, uh, I was still collecting the cards, which was a really enjoyable process for me to collect the champions and be excited to open up my weekly things. Um, but I all but quit playing the last like three expansions and was still sitting at 400,000 shards after just going in and crafting everything that I wanted. And there was just no reason for me to come back and play the game anymore. Um, the formats that I enjoyed in arena, I know it's coming back. I heard um, it was just gone. I know it's not arena. It's expedition. It, it, they removed it. Um, the PvE was path uh no uh path of champions is staying they're coming oh. back with a draft format they're re-releasing uh, a, a draft format and they're doing it in uh but they're specific sets that you're drafting from it's like mm-hmm. a vanilla set and then specific sets which is actually a really cool it's a good idea yeah it was a little too little little too little too late for me but uh so i just haven't been playing it and uh 
you know, Gibby's been playing it less and less with Marvel Snap being out and, you know, his life's very full. We, we all have very full lives, right? Um, you know, Ian moved and also is doing two other shows and running Almost Legends. Um, Gibby's keeping up on that Unite grind and is working like six or seven jobs or something like that. Uh, and, you know, his, he, he, he and his wife are actually trying to see each other at some points. And so that's not always easy to do when you're playing LOR on top of everything else. I, I feel you. I feel you on the, the it, it just declining. Like it's, and I, I do want to make this point of order. I think Legends of Runeterra is in a good place as a game. Like from a balance perspective, from a where the cards that they're putting out, I mean, there's definitely power creep. Undeniable power creep, if you ask me. Um, but there is plenty of, um, like there's plenty to like about the game and where they're at and with the cards that are coming out. But it's, it's just uh, some of the cards I disagree with. And some of the direction that they've took taken the game, I didn't necessarily like, and I it's, I don't think that that's at the fault of Legends of Runeterra because I know that there's other people that really like the cards and some of the aspects that I'm not as big a fan of in the game. They like those things, and I think the developers have been a bit more honest and forthcoming about what they're doing, and I think they put the game in a good spot. It just kind of lost its flavor for me, and there will still be times where I check in and I play some games. Uh, with some of my favorite decks or go and create a new deck. I've done that over the past couple of weeks still, but I'm just not in the game every day like I used to be. I think I think my my like largest complaint with Runeterra stands after all this time, even away from it, which is that um elusives are in the game. Well I did I also <laughs> that. Um but from a more, you know, conceptual level, um less tactical, right? Um I, I think that the game failed to appeal to enough types of card game players and there's a lot of different types of card game players and i think that there are some that really want that deep sort of um longer sort of turn-based game like they have that's very focused on the competitive scene very focused on you know learning the meta playing the meta executing against the meta um but i think that it struggles enough to, uh, struggles to appeal enough to the collectors because you collect things so quickly and then at a certain point it becomes what is motivating me to log back in again i think it struggles to appeal to the to use the stereotypical magic the gathering analysis the johnnies like myself that want to go in and break the mold and find unique combinations and stuff like that because of the design of the game itself and the idea that they are building champions and synergies that like the game is so synergistic that it becomes uh in my experience it had become kind of pointless to do too much experimentation um because the the uh, champions required so much commitment to ever use and using one was just tying a hand behind your back or two hands behind your back if you weren't going to use one so you know i i think there's just that's been my biggest complaint about it and i think obviously there's been some you know on and off times where things have been very unbalanced and things weren't responded to quickly enough, which compiled on some of those feelings of just general, like this isn't the perfect game for me, um, you know, can, can really damage that. Um, I guess, you know, that warm and fuzzy feeling you get when you boot up a game, it slowly erodes, it gets undermined and you do enough damage that eventually 
you know, somebody looks at it with resentment, like, frankly, I'd started to, you know, I'd look at it and be like, oh, gosh, I, you know, I don't even want to do the basic, you know, information of booting up the game just to be ready for the podcast. So, you know, that kind of negativity is not something that any of us want to be bringing to a podcast show and much less even just us stop. We're, we're no longer authorities on it. We're no longer experts. You know, if we ever could call ourselves that we don't know what's going on and we're not going to continue making a show about something that we don't, we can't honestly say we can provide insight that you can't get elsewhere. Oh, no, I, I absolutely a hundred percent agree with that. You know, I think the mastering Runeterra podcast has been the one that has sort of stayed on top with multiple different shows, kind of, I think under the same umbrella. Um, I, I have no desire to uh, add noise to what they're doing really well. Um, and honestly, it just doesn't make like, I, you know, you, you say you get the feeling of resentment. I get the feeling of existential dread. Um, whenever <laughs> I was putting up the game, it's just like, oh my gosh, seriously, do I have to? And so, uh, you know, it just got to the point where it's like, if that's where I'm at with the game, um, I shouldn't be playing it. Like I yeah. shouldn't just be, and, and here's the truth, because I want to get to the heart of what we're going to talk about for this announcement and what's coming in season four. And we're going to talk a little bit about that together as well um, for about five or 10, 15 minutes, something like that. Um, this, the show started, I started legend. I started legends cast specifically because I loved the elder schools legends. I loved booting it up. It was the game that I played between hearthstone releases and I was grinding hearthstone without really loving it so that I could stay up to date. The game that I loved was Tessel. And when I got online, I said, who is doing Tessel content? And it was like, there's this one show called uh, DBN and Friends, right? Was that your, was that name of your show, Ian? Was that? Uh, I had that. That was where I interviewed people in the community. I also had, I think you're thinking of, oh, what was it? Uh, There was another one. Yeah, Podcast Into Time. I think Mm. we did that one. And then there was another one that I did with this other dude, uh, Legends Lounge. That was another one. Um, yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was like a monthly show or something. And I was like, okay, this is, this is like literally the, it might've been DBN and friends because I was doing that through team rank star and like uh, interviewing other community members and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So all of that to say is that I started, uh, legends cast because of the fact that I loved the game that I was playing and I wanted to make contact content for it. And I lost a lot of my heart not just for the game, but also for the show and my drive to do well in this show and to show up prepared for the show, to expand the show, to participate in the Discord. All of those things were kind of lost for me because it was oriented around a game that I just absolutely did not want to play. And like making content for a game that you hate is awful. Like it's really, it's really not great. Um, and so... Uh, it's one thing to make make content for a game that gets dry or make content for a game that you're bored with to make content for a game that you can honestly say i genuinely do not enjoy this game um is 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 just not a good spot and so what we wanted to do is we wanted to look forward and say okay what's going to happen with legends cast if none of us are really playing the game are we got are we just going to get rid of it it's been the flagship show for the podcast network over at camp legend it's been the one that's had the largest base of people who've listened to it. Those of you, a couple hundred people who still listen to an episode when we drop it, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Our patrons who continue to financially support a show that's not putting out content regularly, thank you. We really appreciate you guys. Um, you've been a huge encouragement to us, allowed us to do things like the LCDLs and all of that sort of stuff. Um, 
but we really thought about how do we revitalize it? And then Gibby came up with an idea and he and I worked to flesh out that idea a little bit. And then once we brought Ian in on it, uh, Deadbroke Nerd in on it, it became, it was like, this is happening. Like this is going to become a reality. And that is Legends Cast Season 4 Starter Set. And so starting in 2023, you can expect a weekly episode to come out from Legends Cast moving forward. Exactly what day it's going to come out because we're not 100% sure which day we're going to be recording. They're going to be shorter episodes because we're going to be recording them over lunch breaks instead of doing it how we were doing it late at night on Monday nights. We just can't do that in this particular season. But here's the format and what you can expect moving forward. Um, Legends Cast is going to be covering a different digital collectible card game or TCG or just card game every month. And we're going to have a similar format each month. Each month, we're going to choose a card game that either we've played in the past and we're revisiting or none of us have played before. And we're going to play it. In episode one, we're going to talk about our first impressions. Episode two of the month, we're going to spend some time talking about collecting cards and what that's been like uh, and how sort of advancing in this game goes. Is it a game that's a legitimate card game or is it a game that has sort of a gotcha mechanic and now i got to spend $90 to get the next cards that I want? Um, or And then we're, we're going to talk about the meta and what's actually going on in the game and whether or not we think this game is largely a healthy game or if it's a game for us. And then the last episode of each month, we're going to give some final reviews. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Does it stay on our phone slash our PC? Or does it get removed from our phone and PC after this month? Is it a game we're going to come back to? Or is it a game that we sort of, uh, you know, 30 days was enough time spent in this game? So we are really actually genuinely super excited about branching out and exploring the world of card games some popular some not so popular i want to hand it over to you guys and just tell me because i'm very excited about it i'm mostly excited to podcast with you guys and not you know create content for the same game for an entire year um but i i'd love to know any thoughts that maybe you guys have had going into this you know we've been pretty jazzed about it messaging back and forth about it for the last week or two um yeah any 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 things you guys want to share about you know your thoughts on on season four coming around the corner yeah, I mean, something that I really want to hit home on with this and what is maybe the primary motivator for this change in this new structure is DBN, Mark and I love, first and foremost, podcasting together. And it's something that we have missed. And I think it is, by and large, without a doubt, how we put out the best content for our listeners is when all three of us are involved. And we realized, Mark and I, that we needed to move on and we needed to reinvigorate not only ourselves, but our podcasting partner in DBN to find a new methodology that was going to be exciting and new that we could get behind and sustainable for Legends Cast. And I think you all will be very pleased, even though it is probably going to be a departure from the the systematic uh, episodes of the single game focus that you've seen from us in the past. I mean, I've put it uh, when I originally pitched it to Mark, I put it as imagine video games and card games in a sermon series is how I, is how I pitched it. And I knew that would appeal to the, uh, to the preacher man in, in that, that Mark is. And I think he finally, he, or he initially grasped like right away. He was like, Oh yeah, man, I see, I see what you're talking about. Like, if we do like four or five episodes at a time, what if we had a structure? So there's there's definitely a thought process, and this isn't going to be some sort of willy-nilly um, 
kind of fly off the handle episode structure for each game. It's going to be very methodical and planned out and it's going to feel um, like systematic, which I think Mark made a really good point or even maybe DVN, depending on who was talking about it. Of Oh, I, this is week two of X games. So I know this is what I'm going to get on that week. So it, it, there will be things to look forward to as a listener once you kind of find the groove that we're getting into as as podcasters and i think collectively as both podcasters and listeners we're gonna we're gonna stumble across or open ourselves up to a lot of fantastic games that are out there that need need to be highlighted yeah debrickner about you go ahead what what do you got any thoughts or feelings about coming into returning to legends cast first of all and then also uh you know season four coming around the corner and you named the season too which is dope i i did provide some level of creative input uh which is all of two words uh you you guys did literally everything else but i did get extremely excited once i finally understood what gibby was suggesting Uh, i didn't understand it at first uh but i got there and it is extremely exciting and the reason being is like i feel like of all of us like i have dabbled in like a lot more digital card games now mark has dabbled in a lot of card and board games like physical ones you know but like i have tried out most of the mainstream uh card games and some some even more obscure ones which i was able to add to our like sort of working list of things we want to check out you know and and i feel like i was i've i've in the past always wanted to be like oh but how about this part of this game and i try to explain it try to show like why it's so unique and that's maybe like what's made me so or what I think maybe makes me discontent with some games, you know, that I play for too long of a span is that I see things that are failing and I think of a game that does that thing better. And that game probably has a different problem, you know, but what's cool about this and what I hope to bring to the show, um, at least myself in returning, is like looking at that sort of like you know i don't know if this is the right use but like metatextual analysis of like what makes a game interesting what makes a card game successful strategic and thoughtful um and and being able to compare that across games and look at a game you know like lor and say you know this mechanic is something that i actually miss in this new game that we're talking um, and mm-hmm. here's why, here's why I think it would be beneficial and bringing some of that, like what I, what I like to think, uh, is a little bit of just like CCG game design theory that I've picked up over the years, um, which is, was always my favorite part, uh, of legends cast barring, uh, hanging out with you two guys. And so I'm just excited to be doing this again. Talking about card games is there's a reason why I used to stream Tessel and Mark and I you know, have been doing this for several years. Uh, it's because it's fun. And because, you know, once you get a dynamic with a couple guys, uh, it, you know, that, that works and that flows and that everybody's having a good time, uh, man, it's, it's, it's infectious. And you just, uh, you really want to, you really want to get back to that. I really want to get back to that. So I missed it. And I'm, I'm glad we're sort of reinventing legends cast in this new direction yeah so this next year guys specifically over the next 12 months i'm going to list out some games that we're going to be talking about this is not for sure there's no guarantee that these will be the games in order that we're going to talk about but we have a projection and this could shift so just to give you an idea uh some of the games on our list marvel snap gwent pokemon the tcg 
Mythgard, Slay the Spire, which this and one other game in this is a unique look because they are single-player games. They're not multiplayer card games, and they aren't collectible card games, but they are digital card games. So we're going to talk about them. Uh, Returning to Hearthstone is a free-to-play player many years into it, which I think will be – I'm actually super stoked about I'm that, to be honest with you. I'm about this. Yeah. Um, World of Myth, uh, Shadowverse, Eternal Inscription, uh, Magic the Gathering Arena, and then uh, very likely in December of next year, we're going to be doing a look back series where we just talk about, hey, for the last 11 months, we've played 11 different digital card games. What's your favorite? What was your least favorite? What was the one you were most excited about and simultaneously the most disappointed um, once you actually got into it? But out of that list, is there one that you guys, I mean, all three of us, just to be clear, the one thing that is definitely happening is January is Marvel Snap Month. So we're going to be talking Snap in January. And there's still going to be opening banter. So we're still going to be talking about, hey, what have you been playing this week? Except now, instead of it being, well, I've been playing this deck in this specific game, it's going to be like, oh, uh, June. No, I, actually, I picked Gwent back up because remember how we played that three months ago and a new expansion came out. And so in addition to playing, you know, whatever we're playing this month, I also have been playing some Gwent and checking that out, which I think will be a really cool dynamic. Um, so definitely going to be talking about Marvel Snap. Is there one in this? that is kind of like the one that you guys are the list you're really excited for like the game that you look like i'm excited to get to the month that we talk about this game i know dbn that'll actually be a hard question for you because i think you've mentioned there are several that not only are you excited for but you're equally or more excited to have us play uh because there's games that you've experimented with but yeah how about you guys any any game that you're pretty excited about yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. The biggest thing for me is I've played these games in the past and I really am looking forward to seeing what you guys' impressions are. You know, from that side of things, I think Mark is going to get really excited by some of the features and like mechanics in Gwent, um, as well as the art style, which in my opinion is unmatched in all digital card games, except maybe as a Marvel fanboy, Marvel Snap has got some phenomenal art. But like, even just like the, like basically the equivalent of like, instead of like variant art they have basically like animated art like fully animated like it's got a it's custom sound effect and you know really cool animations and stuff so Gwent's uh art and style as well as the deck building mechanics i think is going to be really really fascinating i'm excited to see what you guys think about that as somebody who played a decent amount of Gwent, i even made some youtube videos on it back in the day way back um you know, Mythgard, um, I, I think Mythgard is going to be really interesting because of it's it's literally made to reinvent the Magic the Gathering failing mana system, like, and to show a different way of having a game like Magic, but without a, you know, ability to constantly uh, get screwed over by your RNG by having half your deck be lands. Um, And then the other thing, just as a personal note, I'm excited to not just share with you guys, but also like check out again, because I didn't really get that far into it. But I thought it was really unique as World of Myth, which is a very small game. I hope that they're still doing okay. this, you know, small studio, um, but really unique game um, on Steam that I just I'm I liked a lot when I played it. Um, Thought it was really, really cool. So those are the probably the three for me. Yeah. Gibby, how about you? Do you have one that you find yourself excited about to check out? So I'll give you two. Um, I am intrigued because it was my first card game ever that I played uh, outside of a collecting Pokemon cards. I'm not counting that necessarily because I wasn't like a competitive card game player for that at the time. Um, 
I was six year old. Six year old me wasn't doing much damage in a deck building uh, PvP game. Uh, but I am excited to return to Hearthstone as we've talked about and see what it's like as a as a P, as a free to play player and even if that's possible. But two, I have been checking into some of the games that we've put on this list temporarily as as placeholders for what our anticipated schedules like. Inscription is really interesting to me. I have been doing some reading on that one and seen some clips and a little bit of gameplay. I also love that it's on P it's, it's if it's not already, if it's coming to the PlayStation network, if it isn't there already, um, because I do have a PS4 so I can, I can add it on there as well, which is another, another medium that I can now access this game. It's a creepy kind of eerie, not necessarily horror, but more eerie game. I like the art style on it. And it's it's gotten some raving reviews as a card game, so I'm very excited. We'll probably be checking out Inscription early. Yeah, it's a it's in October. It's planned for October right now for a specific reason, uh, <laughs> because it's like spooky the horror card game, right? It's the spooky card game. Um, for me, I am excited to go back. I'm like apprehensive, but I am I'm kind of excited to go back and revisit as a free to play player Hearthstone years after I played it. Right? Uh, sometimes I still watch Kibler play. And I have no idea what's happening. Um, literally no idea. Uh, I think one of the ones I am most excited for as well is Mythgard. Um, only because I, I don't know much about this game outside of the fact that I didn't love the art direction. <laughs> and uh, I just knew that there were a lot of people who were sort of dabbling in it and moving over from the Tessel community uh, initially. And so like when Tessel was dying, the community kind of split between people who went on to legends of runeterra and people who were trying to get in with the devs at Mythgard. and to be honest with you it's been two years since i've heard anything about Mythgard, or almost two years since i've heard anything about Mythgard. maybe it has been i i, I literally we started this what 2019 uh, well, i guess it's like we're over three years old so it's pushing three years since I've heard much about Mythgard. And so I'm excited to see what's developed in the game. I took a quick look at the artwork and there's a Gundam in it. And I'm kind of like, okay, actually I do kind of like Gundam. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting, and the art style is actually my least favorite part about the game too. Um, and to be fair, I also have a high sort of bar for that. I, I don't actually like LOR's art style uh, post Bilgewater. So, you know, <laughs> uh, it's for whatever it's worth. I like it to be a little more serious and um but but yeah I you know back in the day I actually I don't know if you knew this but like I actually was uh in the Mythgard partner program I had all these pack codes that I was handing out to people and stuff like that um the community does seem to be small but thriving still so hopefully that proves to be the case by the time we get around to it yeah and if you're a patron uh just know that it, we're hoping to be able to get some exclusive interviews especially with some of these teams that have smaller development teams, right? That maybe, you know, if not, maybe we can find some streamers or something. We're hoping to put out some interview stuff. It won't be quite as exciting to do interviews in this format because you have a group of people who all play the same game. They want to hear from the dev. They, but you might be listening to this just because you're like, I'm actually interested in maybe checking out a different card game. Or maybe when I'm bored with my card game, I want to, you know, we're going to go do the research for you and go check it out and come back and tell you what we think. And uh, and so we'll also be trying to do some interviews with people whenever we get the opportunity. But guys, that's it. That's the news. Uh, that's where we are. That's why you haven't heard much from us uh, over the past couple of months. Um, that's, you know, 
how our experience has been with LOR. And keep in mind, this doesn't mean that LOR doesn't get talked about on our show. It just means we're not playing it. But we have a lot of experience in LOR each individually. And so all of those experiences from all of our various card games in the past comes into effect whenever you go and you have a conversation about a new card game. You pull and draw on those experiences. So I'm sure we'll be pulling and drawing on our LOR experiences as well. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, I would say you can expect the next episode of Legends Cast to come out in early January. Um, and I, don't, I, will, I won't be able to tell you exactly what day it's going to be coming out. Um, but maybe that that week of like the 8th through the 14th of January is probably going to be the time slot. Maybe that first week if we get lucky and record something on Snap because it is something we're all playing. But uh, that's going to wrap up this episode of Legends Cast, guys. Really appreciate you tuning in and listening to the final episode of Season 3 of Legends Cast and the announcement for Season 4. Stay tuned. Keep your eye on the feed. And uh, be sure to tune in next episode. Hey guys, future Mark back here again. I uh, I really hope that uh, you enjoyed uh, this episode of Legends Cast as we bring season three to a wrap and look towards season four uh, entitled Starter Set. Uh, we can't wait to jump in and take a look at a bunch of different games this next year. Um, by the time we roll out our first episode in January, we should have official intros and outros for this particular season. And uh, man, we can't wait to go on the adventure with you. If you would come over and join us in discord, there's a link in the description of this episode. Uh, let us know what you think about the direction of season four and where we're headed next. We appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening and be look for uh, the first episode looking for the first episode of season four uh, coming out in the beginning of 2023.